Okay. And we're on. So Andrew and I were just talking about how we were uninvited to an event. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And Andrew this, got really upset. <laughs> this uh, guy we know, Zach. Uh, I <laughs> Way mean, to like, call him out. Nice guy. He's never going to hear this podcast. <laughs> he like, might. And then no he one will else will ever hear this us. podcast. Um, well, I just questioned this whole podcast. <laughs> so I was like, no one will ever hear this. I was like, why? Um, no, no our friend or acquaintance kind of becoming a friend, I guess, Zach, um, used an app called Luma, which has become a pretty popular app for sending out invites to events. And <laughs> apparently the app, uh, or maybe due to human error, sent invites to a much larger list of people than he intended and Steph and I got a notification, what, yesterday or two days ago, that we were, that our, <laughs> that we were basically uninvited. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's weird. He must have canceled the event. And then I hit him up on Twitter and was like, yo, uh, did you cancel the event? And he was like, no, the app accidentally invited people, <laughs> basically, who shouldn't have been invited. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Haha, <laughs> cool. <laughs> Maybe next time. <laughs> I'll be good enough for you. <laughs> but that is it it is an interesting dynamic when you're in a relationship and like you kind of in a lot of social situations, it's like you're either inviting both people or if you don't like one of them, then you're not going to invite either of them. Maybe that's not why. I'm he just saying <laughs> maybe it wasn't this time. But in general, I do think that's still, you know, true. <laughs> that he meant to invite me and not you. So he had to uninvite both of us. You know, I don't know. No, the way that Luckily, I Luckily, I was it. at the gym when I realized <laughs> all of this and got his message. Oh, so I, you know, I used it for motivation. That's good. But I think why this probably hit you a little harder is because we were just talking on like a previous episode of like uh, we never how, i never get invited yeah, to anything I know. Even though and then I someone say, finally invited yeah. you and then they uninvited it's true <laughs> whereas for me i i immediately took it as a oh well it's an intimate event this guy's like a big events guy he has an event company he's trying to grow he just moved to austin he's trying to meet a ton of people and and also get one-on-one -on -one interactions with each of them so this was like an intimate home event um so i could totally see how we got a lot of one-on-one -on -one time with him at the last event and maybe he's just trying to build that, that yeah group that's a much um, more reasonable and positive outlook on which is <laughs> funny because usually you're the positive thinker and I i'm know. the one that's like <laughs> you know someone who there, there's been two people actually that the the percentage of people we've invited to people who have invited us to stuff has been higher because of AJ and Lance because both of them mm, that's true AJ hits us up you know to hang out and uh Lance has hit us up for several several things um <clears throat> but Genesis and Tadic too yeah that's true they're very yeah they've been very warm and welcoming in the building mm -hmm. so yeah we're in a good place yeah you Doing have okay. some data. You did polls on, what was it? Yes, I did polls on the two topics we talked about last episode that I said I would do some Instagram polls on. Which were? 
which were what type of birth control are you using? Because we were talking about condoms briefly in the last episode. And from my poll, I have she's on birth control. So she's on some form of birth control. Got 370 votes, just 22%. Condoms was 414 votes, 25%. Wow. So... What is that lower, higher than you expect? Yeah, birth control is lower than I thought. Condoms is higher than it. Are these people in a relationship? What was the question? Did you um, segment them? Or this is just anyone under the sun? Yeah, this is anyone. What kind of birth control do you use? Got it. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and then pull out was the third option, which got 530 votes. <laughs> <laughs> pull out that thing. Wow. Some daredevils. <laughs> 31%. I say wow, but then I guess that's us too. That's all we do. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. That's why I said wow. <laughs> do not follow our example <laughs> unless you're ready to risk it for a biscuit. You don't Other. want a biscuit. <laughs> you do not. Do not want a biscuit. Other was the final option, and that got 371 votes, which was 22%. Which is ridiculous that I didn't put vasectomy because I was talking about vasectomies all last week. So when I had this poll, I got a ton of DMs that were like, vasectomy. And I'm like, of course. Yeah. So that's definitely another. Lucky move. Yeah. It's fine. <clears throat> but yeah, um, that was interesting to see how many people use condoms when, like I said, I just never hear people talking about condoms. Yeah. And I do, it does make me wonder because I don't, because I don't hear about it, I don't do a lot of research on it. And it makes me wonder, I, do condoms, what percentage of play do condoms have on problems like ED or PE? Like, cause it does mess with sensitivity. It can, you know, it can, um, get guys in their heads. Like it can definitely contribute to these, these things, but I just never hear about it. So that makes me not look into that. Interesting. Which is, yeah. Um, and then the second poll I did was, uh, do you have, do you, do you have any, did you have any of your kids on accident? Nice. And the first one was, the first option was yes. Um, and that was 373 votes, which was 33%. So oh my God. that was a bit higher than wow. I expected. What percentage of the human population was an accident? I know. That's crazy. And then, like, no, all were planned was the other option. So, like, that was 774 votes. Wow. But, like, 33%. That's like higher than I expected. Yeah, me too. I thought it'd be like 15. Yeah. So, guys, it's, I mean, <laughs> what's that tracks? Pull out method. Pull out method was what? 25% of guys? Mmm. Oh my god! Uh, pull out was thirty one percent. Oh my god! Wait, so pull out <laughs> method was thirty one percent, and the number of accidental babies 33%. is thirty three percent. Jesus Christ! <laughs> of course, <laughs> that is. Yeah. Oh boy, we're asking for it. Oh god! Especially when I'm like, put your cum all over. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, man. Well, hope you like me, because if something happens, we're stuck.
that's not true. Oh, me? I actually... <laughs> you were talking to the audience. <laughs> yeah, no, I was talking to you. I am, by the way, a firm believer that you're never stuck because I think it's often rooted into a lot of people's heads where it's like, once we get married, there's no turning back ever, you know? And it like starts the relationship with a lot of fear and like a lot of like, I have no way out. And it's just, I don't think a healthy way of going into a relationship. Like, I think it's one thing to say like, Hey, we're committing, like we're going to do our absolute best to keep this together. And if there's a time when we just like either of us just stops trying completely, like then we have every right to do what's best for us and leave. But, um, but I do, I do think that that mentality of like, this is it. Yeah. Like this is it. Like be ready. Cause die. I'm not getting a divorce. <laughs> like, my dad said that to my mom. Like, and he was very like, I'm not getting a divorce. Like I'm not. And it was like a very, and she found it like a turn on, but like, like, mm-hmm. I don't know the way I look at that. I'm like, that's psycho fearful and psychotic (laughs) uh no yeah i mean it's also i know i'm kidding obviously it's not psycho it's you know culturally right like it's just how you're raised and religion and yeah a lot of it was religion too at the time yeah like strict catholics but um oh your dad was a strict catholic too i thought it was just your mom he was a catholic he wasn't he wasn't saying that because he was saying that more out of like, I don't want to deal with divorce and stuff. So like my mom, but my mom was very much like, mm, yeah, you know, but what I see a lot of, a lot of with single guys who I talk to, um, is they'll always say like, I like, should I start dating and get into relationships and have a sex life or should I, because I haven't found, because I haven't found the right person. Um, or should I just settle for lower and like lower my expectations? Um, am I wording that correctly? Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So should I, should I settle for someone that I'm cause they're like, I haven't found the perfect person yet. Right. And once I get into a relationship, like I'm, I'm stuck there and they'll use terms like this. Like once I get in, then I'm stuck. So what, so they think if they get into a relationship, they can't leave. Yeah. Like Like it's that mentality. Like once they're, once they're exclusive with someone, if they take it to the next step, then they're locked in and they're stuck Um, and they won't be able to get out. That's interesting. I mean, that's kind of weird because I, I understand that mentality more so with marriage to do that with someone that you're just seeing like dating. Yeah. seems odd. I know. Huh. I'm always like, well, what makes you feel like you're stuck? Like, even if you're exclusive, what do they say? Yeah, what do they even say? if you're exclusive, like it just means you're focusing on this one person. You're seeing if it works. If it doesn't, you can leave. Like what? And it's just like, yeah, that, that's true. But yeah, I guess so. And it's like they never thought of that option. And then, and then they're like, and then like when I'm like, so like, what do you think about just like taking it a step further and then you know, weighing it out, trying things like testing life in that way a little bit, seeing how you like it. And they're like, yeah, I guess it's just, I guess it's like a whole, a whole thing then. And then like, they have to meet my parents and they have to, I'm like, yeah, but you're thinking so far ahead. Like they don't have to right away meet your parents. Like if that's freaking you out, but like, how can you take it a step further? Cause guys will tell me like, she's really fun. Like love hanging out with her. We have great sex, like this and that. Um, but yeah, I'm not sure I want to, 
I'm not sure I want to like actually date her. Um, but like part of me does, but like part of me is like, oh, then I have to go down that road and commit to that like long-term thing. Interesting. And are these like confident guys, like guys with good secure, uh, are they secure or does this, sp- they span think the they're spectrum? secure. They, they, they would, think I, they're secure. Yeah, <laughs> so they would think? like, <laughs> they would definitely identify like, yeah, I know, I know what I want. And some of them would even admit like, I don't, don't really know exactly what I want. And maybe that's where the hesitancy is coming from. But there's a lot of, there's, there's guys I've talked to a few recently, like three recently who are like, um, who are like, yeah, I could like be with anyone I really wanted. Um, but I'm just not, I just don't want to end up, I just don't want an exclusive thing right now. But like all of their other actions point towards them wanting that, but they're saying like, this is not what I want. And I think they like just dating around because it fills a certain void or it makes them feel like. I wonder why they don't. Well, that's odd because it sounds like to you, there's nothing wrong with just wanting to be single, but it sounds like. No, there's not. But it sounds like what they're telling you is I what I don't know if I want to be single. Maybe like. I am only not going to pursue a relationship because once I go down that path, there's no turning back. Well, that's the thing. Like they act like they're fine with it, but then I'm like, why are you on the phone with me? Like I was on a call the other day with a guy who was like struggling, um, or said like he's unhappy because he's dating all these women at once. But then he's like, I'm really good with women and I enjoy it. And I was like, so are you enjoying it? Like, are you not? Like, what's like... These guys need shrooms. They need to do some <laughs> self-exploration. and Yeah. And then and when you ask, like, well, what do you think is, like, if you're... If they're like, it's just too much, then I'm like, well, if you, like, lower it even, like, would that feel better? And they're like, if you dated one person at a time, would that feel okay? And they're like, yeah, but I'm just, like, not ready for an exclusive thing. And, like, I don't know if I want an exclusive thing. And then when I say why, it's always about like, oh, because then it's like, you know, then you're stuck and then you're, you're, they like think of exclusivity as like marriage, basically. It's like seems to be the same step for a lot of guys. Interesting. And if they're not there yet, they're just so confused with like, who do I want to date? Am I really happy doing this? And there's one part of them telling themselves, yeah, this is great. And then this other part's like, oh, it's so draining. And like, so it's like talking to two brains in the same Mm -hmm. guy. I feel like those are, I feel like those are the kind of guys who give guys like a bad rap with women, you know, because they're just like, oh, this guy just won't make up his mind. And when a, as a guy, yeah. you're not making up your mind, you're dragging a woman along and she doesn't know. Yeah. And, and she's like frustrated and hanging on, hoping you'll change your mind because you don't even know what you want. And it's just not good for any, it's not good for anybody yeah. when you can't make up your mind and be really clear about your intentions and what you want and what you don't want. And yeah. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible being a woman on the receiving end of that because sorry, (laughs) I keep hitting the mic, (laughs) but because yeah, it does feel like, like you're smooth. So it's like, there's this connection built, but the intention is zero. It's like, there's nothing there and it's very, very frustrating as far as I remember. Um, (laughs) I'm not dealing with this right now. (laughs) It's so frustrating right now. All these guys I'm trying to date besides Andrew. 
Make up your you mind. You know how hard it is to have a boyfriend and have so many other boyfriends. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, just it is interesting to see how the thought of exclusive dating feels so daunting um, for a lot of guys. And it's like, why are they so confused? Like, why, why don't they know what they want? Like, what's confusing them? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I guess if you just, maybe if you don't, like, know yourself, you know, if you don't know yourself, if you're not, like, purpose-driven, you don't know what your priorities are, and these are not things that you really take seriously to think about and understand what you want. Are these young guys? These these seem like things that you deal with mm -hmm. as, a, as a young guy, you know, I feel like more so in your early 20s. You're kind of like, oh, I'm just having fun. I don't really know what I want. I mean, I've I have spoken to guys who are like late 20s in this situation, but the guys who are in their like 40s, I've also talked to, and they're just like, I'm not getting married again. It's just not happening. It's too much of a headache, like not going there again. So okay. they've like well, been through it. Yeah, they like been through an experience at least. But um, but yeah, I guess that's totally different because they've Wow, that's interesting too, having gone through a marriage that didn't work and deciding eh. <laughs> yeah. just like moving on because it's such like a, never doing it again. Yeah. Like just it's, it's just that much of a stressful experience and just not something that you seek out again. Yeah. Which, yeah, I mean, that makes a lot of sense, especially if you, I guess there's a lot of situations where like, I could see it just, you, know, you choose the wrong person. Yeah, and they could ruin it for you, for life. Uh, man. Which sucks. But Spending, yeah, marrying the wrong person, marrying the person who ends up being, you know, changing or being, you know, someone who... Oh, just marrying the wrong person, period. Yeah, that sounds exhausting and potentially very traumatizing and yeah. would make you give up. <laughs> yeah. But also, I think, and I'm not trying to go into thinking of marriage like you could just leave whenever you want, you know, because obviously that's not <laughs> like marriage is supposed to be commitment and like you're really giving everything you got to that relationship and you're building it and you're going through the hard times with this person. But I think there are so many people who say they try and try and try and get no results for like 30 years and then they get divorced and they're like, I'm never doing that again. And it's like, why did you do that for 30 years? Like, like how long are you going to like push through just because it's marriage when you're not seeing any give from the other side? Like, your partner's not trying. They're flat out telling you to your face, I'm never having sex with you again. And you're going to try to have sex with that person for another 20 years and then blame that person for why you wasted your life and why you'll never get married again. Like that's more on you. That's more. And I think that comes with that mentality of like, there's no leaving this. Like I'm stuck here. I am. And I think, yeah, you that's see the worst of it. Yeah. I mean, I've, I had this conversation with someone last week. 40 years is what it actually was from this conversation. Damn. 
of just being told the same shit over and over and over. Yeah. And then them feeling like that person wasted my life. And I'm like, did they? <laughs> did they? <laughs> right. As if he had no agency. Yeah. Yeah, that seems that seems crazy to me that you would have such low agency that you would spend your life with someone who is someone who doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Like not even someone who's like, babe, I'm sorry. Like I'm dealing with this health thing. Like, can we try this? Can we try this? I really want to try. Like this person's like, no, never. Ha. You're never getting that. Good luck. Don't cheat on me. Asshole. (laughs) Like it's just so bad. Like how do you just sit there and take that? So, yeah. Sad. Yeah, there's some sad marriages out there. I feel like I don't. It's a rare that I've seen a really happy marriage, like a happy, mm. healthy marriage. Are those as rare as I think they are? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jim talks about that. Huh. Jim Sexton is a divorce lawyer, and he talks about how you only know like two or three really happy couples in your life. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That is wild. What does that say about? <laughs> like I'm does thinking of the s- ones I know and they're on Instagram. Like they're strange. <laughs> does, does that say something about like monogamy? And like that that type of commitment is not natural? I I mean, that's. I mean, that's one could argue that. Yeah, yeah, one could argue that. And it's that, very right? easy to argue that. Yeah. We're yeah, not it's so interesting. I wonder why that is. And I wonder, are there other parts of the world where a much higher percentage of marriages result in a like really genuinely healthy, happy marriage? And I wonder also how long, if you do enter into a marriage that is healthy and happy, I wonder how long that lasts on average, right? Because especially when you marry young, mm. you know, early 20s, even mid 20s you can change quite a bit and and easily grow in different directions. That has nothing to do with really even could have nothing to do with whether or not you're happy. You could just grow in different directions. But I do wonder how long do marriages on average stay happy. The ones that are happy would consider themselves happy. Like if you were to take that survey, Mm. I'll bet that data is out there somewhere. I'm sure because I wonder how many people would lie about that survey. uh, Not if they were taking it anonymously, but over time, marriages can only get, like, on the whole, time is working against you. If you start with 100 happy couples, you can only go downhill from there <laughs> <laughs> the longer the timeline is. Yeah. So, interesting. Man, relationships <laughs> are hard. Yeah. <laughs> knew yeah and then the whole like sex is just like a whole nother part like that's not even because you could also be with someone who you're like you you like like you like this person and you're you're just you know sex is a whole separate thing but i guess sex is what like the number two cause of divorce or listed as infidelity yeah is number two wow money is number one Wow. I think, or those could be reversed, wow. but, but yeah, it's, um, 
Gottman talks about what leads to the infidelity is the fact that couples don't talk about their sex lives and they don't, they don't prioritize it. They don't talk to each other about what really feels good for them. And because of that, they go off and cheat. Yeah. Well, people need to have the conversation of making love or fucking. That's true. <laughs> having sex no, or that making was, love. Oh, having sex or <laughs> making love. That was a segue into Steph's recent viral video on YouTube. Mm-hmm. How many views? Over 10,000 now? 13 13,000 views. Yeah, I haven't even checked it recently. She's like, uh, Let's see. yeah. No big deal. Yeah, I'm like, 14,000. Oh, 14, <laughs> <laughs> you posted that less than a week ago? Yeah. Five days ago? Yeah. It's so crazy. that's funny. <laughs> this is every oh, time every time Steph goes viral, it's for like a video or some a piece of a content she created that she's like, uh this is dumb. Yeah. Like <laughs> this is so basic. Or on Instagram reels, it used to be like the, you know, dancing videos where you're like you know, have the caption and you're dancing and you're and like, like this embarrassing face on. Yeah. And you're like, God damn it. It's going viral. <laughs> <laughs> like so many people are fucking seeing this. <laughs> no. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I know as I, cause I, I uh, asked my newsletter, I was like, send me requests for videos. Cause I want to know what you guys want to see. And that was one of the requests. And I was like, I was like, this is like a weird one. Like, who the fuck cares? But like, this will be an easy video to make because it's like so obvious and basic. So like, that's like how I was thinking about it. So I just recorded it in one take and I'm just like, all right, today will be like the stupid video. Like, that's how I was thinking. And then it just blew up. And I think, yeah. She it can was... barely walk down the street without people. Running. <laughs> it's crazy. They're like, wait, are you the having sex or making love girl? And I'm like, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's. It's funny how, you know, when you're doing, when you're trying to capture attention of like the majority of people, you have to speak to more of the basics and more of like the stuff that as a passionate person on this subject, I would find that boring because I just find it so boring and basic. Right. And that's my view on it. But like, that's how most people, that's exciting for most people because most people don't even talk about sex and most people don't research about sex. So like when a sex topic comes up like that, they're like, Oh, interesting. So I have to, well, there's also no, like the other element for that particular video is that there's no shame or guilt involved in exploring. Yeah. Like so it's that easy to watch. Sex. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's everyone can relate to it. Cause they've either, either had one or the other. Maybe they're like, I don't know what I've had, you know? Yeah. Like there's this one guy who was one of the first comments and he was like, after watching this video, I realized I've only had sex and, um, yeah, I never actually, like, I know now, like I've, I've never made love. Oh my <laughs> I was God. like, oh no, it's not like going to make wow. him sad. He like changed his life with his video that you thought was stupid. <laughs> He's like, wow, He's like, forever wow. changed. And then the- I'm going to go make love. <laughs> From this day forward, I make love. Spends the rest of his life with. <laughs> all because of this video oh no but then there's this other guy there's this other guy and then he was like he was like making love like sounds horrible or something and he had like i don't know some some reaction of how making love 
like isn't great. And then this other guy comments and he's like, are you kidding me, man? That's the best type. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, like I need to get out of here. And when it went viral, I just decided I wouldn't read the comments because there's so, there's so many comments now and I'm just not looking because I don't want to get in my head about commentary. Oh, but then my YouTube course, people were like, read the comments to understand your audience. And I'm like, no, <laughs> like, do I have to? Uh, yeah. The Go comments on. are a dangerous place for a creator. Yeah. <laughs> They really are because you can have one shitty comment out of a hundred and that one just sticks in your brain and you're yeah, like, yeah, like the one guy you were talking about how he was freaking out in the group and he was like, oh, why are so many people hating me on my video? It <laughs> yeah, was, was like one, one comment. comment. <laughs> the other guy was like, dude, you got three views and it was one comment. <laughs> and he's like, I deleted it. <laughs> the video was gone. And I'm so like, no. <laughs> it's it's shockingly difficult to deal with negative comments on social media like shockingly difficult you have to really not be that (laughs) i know that's the thing like you think it shouldn't be that damaging it's like a stranger on the internet like who the fuck cares and like you look at their profile picture and it's like an alien it's like something weird that like it's like who even (laughs) is this person they're hiding from themselves And they affect your day or week or month or like reason to be on YouTube for that one guy. And yeah, it's just it. What's very cool, though, um, I I think it's first of all, really important to have a sense of humor and just go in expecting people are going to talk shit. And like, how can you just have, I don't know, like the lightest wet, like see it in the best light when you can, because like, for instance, I got a I got a comment on my recent Instagram posts that did pretty well for my first post in a while. And, um, or my first like more personable, like funny post that wasn't just strict education. And I did a trend that was happening that came with a certain, uh, it was just a certain trend. And this guy, one of my followers comments and he was like, Oh, I'm already tired of this trend. And he was like the first comment. And then I'm like, come on, dude. And like, but the way I look at my Instagram audience is I just assume they all love me. Like, because I have such a strong Mm -hmm. community in my DMs at least. And I, so I just like have been brainwashed to think that even when they say something like annoying like that, or just like negative, like not positive like that, I just assume they mean the best. And I just responded to him and I was like, LOL, thanks for sharing John or whatever his name was. And that's all I said. I was just like, Mm -hmm. thanks for sharing. And I laughed. And then he actually wrote, and then a bunch of people liked my comment um, to him. Yeah. And then he replied and he was like, of course, I still love you, Steph, with like a smiley. Uh, and then I was like, I was yeah. like, I know. haha. And like, it just right. immediately flipped. Yeah. Such a different experience than you staring at the comment and being like hurt over yeah. it and letting it you know, like upset you. And yeah. And that like wouldn't have got to me anyway. Like I, but it was. No, I, that would not have gotten to me, but there have been some in the past because I knew that was an easy one to flip. Like mm. I knew like I'd just say this and he would realize it was kind of like a mm-hmm. shitty thing to say and then he'd probably say something. Um, but yeah, I've had I've had some in the past like this girl's fucking weird. Like when I made when I made my videos that were very animated, <laughs> I was like when I was going really viral, this one mm-hmm. video got five million views and I was like dancing and making these 
crazy faces and like talking about why I'm a sex coach. And it was, it's the wackiest video. Like I look like an absolute <laughs> insane person. And this five like, I go, views. <laughs> five, that was the one where I was like, no, people oh are watching. God. That was one of those. And I was like, this is the most embarrassing thing I've put out there. And it's like going the most viral. And this guy said something like, this girl's a fucking lunatic or like just something that was like mean. And that stuck with me like that. I was like, what, how do you turn this around? <laughs> like, I don't know this guy. His name is not familiar. And like. And then there were a bunch of comments that's like, um, what the fuck? And, you know, yeah. stuff like that yeah. where you're just like, Ugh. yeah, but that's when I stopped reading comments. So if it goes too viral, I'm just like, I'm not going to look because there's probably <laughs> a few that are going to be. Yeah. They're always going to trickle in for sure. Yeah. But um, Internet. if I can save them, I'll try to save them. I'll try to like <laughs> gently point the finger and be like, that wasn't very nice, but I still like you. I like, um, <laughs> have you ever watched any of the YouTube videos where <laughs> celebrities read uh, negative comments about them no. on the, out loud? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, they're really good. It's like Vanity Fair. I can't remember who does the video. It's like a whole series where. Oh, my yeah, God. They're really funny and celebrities are just like. You know, because some of them are so ridiculous and just. Oh, my God. Yeah. That would actually make a funny series. It is. It's, it's, it's a good one. It's pretty entertaining because you're like, oh, what, what do people say? How are they going to react? It's good. <laughs> yeah. I do wonder, though, if that did become a series, like say I did that. Would people talk shit just to get on my series? And then I just like have extra like mean comments. Possibly. <laughs> Possibly. Probably not. Right. Probably not. Cause the the uh, yeah I think you'd be okay. Yeah, but yeah. So now I keep like telling myself, should I read the comments like on the weekend when I've got all my work done and I'm like <laughs> have a can breather and it. like yeah, it can maybe more so. You see. should read the <laughs> okay. Actually, you have to read the comments now because they need to be shared on the podcast if there are any good ones. Oh God. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, and yeah. and your YouTube course people told you you have to read the comments. Well, there's one guy. <laughs> the feedback guy from my videos. Uh, All right. Yeah, I guess I guess I really should. Otherwise, I can't really learn from my audience there. I don't. But Yeah, we'll see. But I, um, oh, I was thinking of a way to, I mean, my friend who I was just on call with brought up her group of friends who apparently whenever she's with them, they talk shit about their sex lives <laughs> and just say, just kind of vent about how bad the sex is in their marriages. And my friend Ha is happy with her sex life so she's like i'm just kind of quiet and i just listen to them <laughs> and i just like let them vent but it's basically every time she said it's basically every time we hang out which is funny because women do talk about sex together all the time and apparently men think about it all the time but they don't talk we about never it never talk about it with each other yeah not since we were like in our early 20s and bragging <laughs> about it after the 20s it's like no one's bragging anymore <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we all yeah. realized how bad we were. <laughs> <laughs> and how you're still struggling. <laughs> that's so funny. Do they get what do, do they say anything in particular that's bad? 
Did your friend tell you like what? Yeah, what she she said that like they'll say um they're they're frustrated that their man can't last or that he won't stay hard for them and they they think it's them but also but when my friend is like well or the sex is just terrible like they don't know what they're doing and it never feels good and my friend would say to them like have you tried talking about them to tell them what what feels good or like and they're like yeah but they won't listen like they don't change anything like I'm not even gonna try anymore like I've said it so many times Mm. and so they'll say that they mention it and from my understanding, what I think women do to mention it is be like, you don't give me what I want or like the sex isn't even, yeah, isn't it's even not good. not like a healthy, productive conversation. It's not a productive. Yeah. yeah. But um, men don't seek out to understand. And mm-hmm. once they are told something like that, their egos are too big to be curious. And mm-hmm. instead, they'll just be like, all right, well, guess I suck then. And like they walk away. <laughs> like, <laughs> make like a dumb comment like that to get out of the situation. Or they stay quiet and they're just like, they just walk away and like play a video game or something. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if they got married when like, was the sex always bad, you know, or did it get worse or they just kind of assumed it'll get better (laughs) if I marry them? (laughs) Well, a lot of people do assume that like guys who guys who get on men assume that I know that because, yeah, I get on the call. I get on a call with a guy and the first call will be like, you know, tell me the backstory of why they're not having sex. And they bring it back to like, oh, well, we hardly, um, you know, we didn't have a lot of sex when we were when we were dating. It's either two things. It's like we didn't have we hardly had sex, but I figured once we got into a relationship and we were married, we would have more and it would like become a thing. I would always think the opposite. Yeah. I mean, then there's a lot of opposites too, where they're like, you know, we had sex all the time. And then after a year of dating, it started slowing down and then it just got less and less till we don't have it anymore. Wow. But do they know why it got less and less? Are they like, we both got out of shape or we you know, had kids or we kids are a huge, huge one. So often when kids are in the mix, they're like, they know they're not going to have sex for like two years. Or that's like a lot of men's understanding is like, I know it's going to like, I've had guys tell me, I know it will be like three years till we get back into it. Cause she just had, we just had another kid. That's not true though. Right. No, but it's true in the sense that their relationship is not intimate enough to yeah, keep so like sex to get strong back, through that trying to get back to that place of like being intimate and, and sexual with each other after not doing it and of being exhausted by having a kid and yeah yeah that's a lot working against you yeah i mean that's the thing it's physical exhaust and mental and emotional exhaustion from the woman especially mm-hmm. and then it's it's the fact that if they did not have a strong intimate relationship before which many partners don't let's be honest like it's not there's not a strong friendship there's not a strong intimacy of like really understanding each other and then there's a kid it just yeah it's just so easy to to not be able to get back quickly to that really intimate place especially when her her body's changed too like if she's insecure about anything like that or dealing with certain pain that she feels like not comfortable enough to communicate with him or believe that he'll actually understand and consider it, then she's not going to even put sex on the table. Mm-hmm. Like 
Like I know guys because I've been in relationships with guys who I obviously was not turned on enough. Like I clearly was not wet enough and wasn't even like into it at all. And they were just like pounding away like it was great. And then like actually thought it was great. Like I've had moments of like, did you think that was good? Like, are you fucking kidding? And like, I physically wasn't even like, okay, like that hurt. Like that wasn't even like, it actually hurts at a certain point. And I think there's a lot of women, like we don't speak up about the pain because it's like, we should just, we should be able to like take a dick. Like it's like some of that is there too, mm-hmm. where it's like, if there is a little bit of pain, it's like, Oh, it's not that bad. But like, you know, it's, it kind of like ripped me up and I got a yeast infection after because like this or that. So like we deal with all this stuff that like guys don't know about. And what, um, why don't you, I mean, I could make guesses, but why don't you say something uh, or stop it during I me? Mean, like, you know what? I'm really not. It's just, just the awkwardness of it. I think it's the awkwardness. I think like when you're trying to be like super sexy and like desirable and, um, yeah. And you kind of know that he's just ugh, like I had, And I always like ask myself, why did you just like let this happen? But like I had like a one night stand with this guy and he was so cocky and like. So you were, were you into him? I was into him like when I just, like I just met him Mm -hmm. and I was, I wasn't even that into him when I met him. I just thought like he was hot and it's like, whatever, it'll be a one night stand and like I won't talk to him again type thing. And he probably thought the same with me. And And he came over and we had sex and I was just like, he was just doing everything wrong. And like, he was so cocky about it. Like he like really believed he was doing everything right (laughs) and it was everything wrong. And I was not enjoying it. Like I was not aroused. I couldn't get aroused for the life of me because I was like, this is terrible. And he's so into himself. And like, so I was so turned off because he thought like nothing was about me. It was all about like, Oh yeah, you want to see a good time? Like, but like you could like say stuff like that, and I'm like, like he was just like making comments towards yeah. him being and, like, great, the most like serious, like self interested way, yeah. possible. Yeah, and it was just terrible. And I was like, oh, let me just like let him do his things. So this could be over. Oh god. And it was kind of like that was my mentality because I felt too awkward to just be like, you know what, just like stop and go home. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was just too weird. Yeah. And I felt like he was getting off enough on himself to like be able to come soon. (laughs) I was like, this probably won't take too long. Like hopefully he'll just be out of here soon. Um, Wow. That's gotta be so common. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was the worst, that was my worst experience. And when he left, he was like, so maybe like tomorrow night too. (laughs) Like, what do you think about? And like, he was already planning the next thing. And I was like, huh, we'll see. And like, I never answered his text. Cause I was like, are you kidding? Like even wow. after he thought it was like, great. And I think there's a lot of guys. And like my friend was saying this, like their husbands just think th- what they're doing is, is great. And like, if their wives make a comment, like it just doesn't get to them. Like they don't want to hear it. They just mm-hmm. want to like keep thinking that they're that, like the fact that I've had clients tell me, that they don't go down on their woman first and they don't understand why penetration doesn't feel very good and they also don't use lube 
I'm like, chances are she's just not wet enough. Mm-hmm. And like, it can literally hurt if you're not wet. Like yeah. it hurts. It's, so the amount of women I just believe, I know are out there that are just like either in pain, not like excruciating pain, but like, it's just not comfortable. It's just like, ugh, just get this over with. Like you hear the thing of like, just get it over with. And it's like that. It's like, just like this feeling of like being fucked with no, no sense of arousal involved and no sense of connection involved. It's like, why, why would you want it then? Yeah, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. The, the complete lack of curiosity around educating oneself on sex is really interesting to me because it just seems like such an obvious thing for one to think makes sense like learning a language like any skill <laughs> like you yeah how do you how do you learn a skill you you seek out guidance of others or you pick up a book or you go to youtube like there are so many you know, places for a person to understand. And there's, yeah, and there's, there's like lots of really good books out there written by women, you know, who yeah. like you can learn from. So it doesn't take much. I know, like why not just learn? Like even in secret from a woman, like read a book, like nobody has to know. Yeah. <laughs> just like, and then there's YouTube. Oh my God. I found this YouTube video yesterday that was like this guy, this like guy, and he's probably like 20, 22 or something. And he's like, like flexing in the in the thumbnail and this girl's in the background and he's like be better than 90 percent of guys in bed and his three top rules i was just like no no they were bad i'm just like and then all the guys in the it was all men in the comments and they're all like dude you saved me this is amazing and i'm like notice how there's no women in the comments like being like this is correct like should have commented i know saved all the you need to go back i need need to like add a comment and be like as a female i promise you this (laughs) This is is not not good advice answer like he was like all right first you want to he was i remember like two of them i think he was like first you want to you want to do the finger blast the and finger he blast the finger blast 3000 or something like he had a name and he was like it's not that hard you just shove it up there and you do do that do that it's not that hard she'll love it she'll come immediately she'll come multiple times and he's just like flapping his hand and like doing this intense crazy motion he's like you just go up there and do it she'll come multiple times every time i'm like i no woman is gonna come from that, ever and then <laughs> And then the second one was like, you bend her over, you do doggy, and then you do this with her clit at the same time. You pound her hard and do this with her clit at once. It has to be really intense and simultaneous. Like, I'm like, that's also not good. Like, uh, yeah, great. just the way he was explaining it was like basically a porno. And yeah. I'm like, this is what we're trying to not do so that women actually do feel good. I it love was it. just. Uh, that's one of those videos oh, where like five or 10 years from now, if he hasn't deleted it yet, <laughs> he's going to be like, oh. <laughs> I know, because he's so Why? young. He's probably had sex like five oh, times. so embarrassing. <laughs> so, so bad. Uh, that's funny. So bad. Yeah, you need to I save all those poor, 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 poor young boys. You know. From themselves. <laughs> I know, from themselves. And I would love to, I, I should really go into Reddit and see what women are like actually saying about that made me think about that. I should go into like Reddit groups. 
Yeah, it's not a bad idea for you to just spend a day on the internet, just jumping around and adding comments here and there. Yeah. Yeah, but to also, like, listen to what, like, women are complaining about, specifically. Mm. Yeah. No? You don't think <laughs> just that kidding. Way? <laughs> 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 Who cares? <laughs> oh, fuck them. <laughs> After all that. <laughs> what? <laughs> are you kidding me? Uh, all right, let's... Um, I think that's a wrap. That's a wrap. Time to get back to work. Yeah. Oh my god, I have so much to do. Yeah. Okay. All right. Bye, peeps. Bye, Peep. guys.